Hello and welcome to episode number 18 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today we're talking about license versus original IP in tabletop gaming. Let's get into it. getting there jim you are getting I'm, there i'm trying it's <laughs> <laughs> like a, a perfect a perfect example of yours gets to stay like, the same every time mine changes very like fake it till you make it <laughs> all right all right so today today mm-hmm. today in the podcast we are talking we're talking about a kind of an well no it is not kind of it is an interesting topic um yeah. original ips and licensed ips mm-hmm. um Okay, so I want I want to talk about this right right off of um, the get go right away here. Um, the catalyst, the, the catalyst for us um, for yes. this episode yeah. is um, recently, and of course my uh, my thing my iPad doesn't want to <laughs> work with me right now. Of course not. Um, Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> yes, yes. Have, uh, so come it, out with some stuff. Yeah. So in February, yeah, and I believe it was late February. Okay, there was an article by Wizards of the Coast uh, titled Magic's Voyages to Universes Beyond. And I think before this announcement, this article, I think there was rumblings a little bit because there was an investor call. Mm-hmm. Around, it was either around the same time or shortly before this where they kind of made an announcement um, to where they were bringing in Lord of the Rings and Warhammer 40,000, 40K, yeah. into the Magic Universe. Yeah. Okay. And the um, the responses to that were all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> they were all over the place. And I, I it, didn't know how I felt about it, honestly. It was strange. See, so, okay. So uh, let, me, let me just read. I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs here just so you can kind of get the feel for it. And all this will be linked as well. Um, okay. So the article starts by saying, earlier today... We revealed an exciting expansion of Magic the Gathering into the realms of Universes Beyond, a series that combines the gameplay of Magic the Gathering with worlds, characters, and stories that are cherished by millions of fans around the world. Mm -hmm. Among those worlds are the expansive universes of Warhammer 40,000 and Lord of the Rings, with others set to join as our Universes Beyond expands. This expansion of the Magic game system to other universes is exciting and new, and certainly raises questions for many of our long-standing fans, so today... We're going to answer many of those questions as we look toward the Universes Beyond release in 2022 and further. So if you want to read the rest of that article, um, like I said, it'll, it'll be linked in the descriptions um, so you can check that out. Um, but, you know, if you're not really in the magic world, then you probably didn't hear about this. Um, however, there was actually an article about it in Forbes, which was oh. actually interesting. Wow. Yeah. So Forbes is talking about it. That's now, <laughs> I'm actually interested to know, like, if Forbes happened upon it or or two, one of two other things happened. Watts, Wizards of the Coast or Hasbro contacted Forbes and said, hey, we're having an investor's call. You should listen in. <laughs> or if they just decided, hey, there's an investor's call. Let's listen in and yeah. see what Hasbro is going to be talking about. So I'd be interested to know that just because it's an interesting thing, I think. Yeah. So um, where I think the biggest... I'm just going to say backlash because I can't think of any other really word to describe it at the moment mm-hmm. um, came from the magic community was long time fans, long time fans of magic. OK, 
shame. Yeah. So it brought up an interesting conversation, right? Because magic has been around for 20 some odd years. 30, no, 30, 28. Yeah. Almost 30 years. I'm a month older than magic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I forgot that. Yeah. Um, But it, it, it did. It brought an interesting conversation here because, you know, magic's been around for 30 years, Mm -hmm. right? When magic started, there was no magic universe to to speak of. There was no lore. Now they have a history, a 30 some odd year history of all of this lore that's been created and a massive and giant fan base Mm -hmm. of those people. Right. And so when you, I mean, if, if we just talk about magic and okay, so now we have Lord of the Rings and Warhammer 40k, Mm -hmm. right? Now we just talk about Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings has been around for how many more years? Like Lord of the Rings has been around for forever. I was going to say it came out what in like fifties or something. Honestly, I'd know. have to. I I I'm not totally sure when Tolkien wrote those books because yeah. it's been around for a long time. And yeah. Lord of the Rings, I'm t- I'll tell you, Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite fantasy universes. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. I love Lord of the Rings. I'm a big Tolkien fan, um, and I love Lord of the Rings. So when I saw this, my thinking. Where I'm at is like, I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I enjoy magic. So this ought to be interesting. Yeah. So now if you can, if you continue to read this article, they talk about the holofoil stamp at the bottom of the cards yeah. that they're going to, that they're going to be using on these cards. Um, and then if you're, again, if you're familiar with magic and you knew, know what's been going on, that stamp was also used in a recent highly controversial was it the Walking release. Dead one? It was the Walking <laughs> Dead one because they have that triangle, that triangle yeah. stamp at the bottom. Uh, yeah. Um. So. So so the these cards are going to be stamped with that. So so uh, it'll kind of give you like another indication of you know where the cards from. Yeah. Now since this article, um, because the the big concern and Jim, you I'm sh- sure you know more more about this excuse me, than I do. Um, But the big concern with Walking Dead was it was legal in just about every format except standard. Yeah. Correct? (laughs) Yeah, it was legal in um, Legacy, Vintage, and then also Commander because it was a pretty much a commander set was what what they were going on. Right, because Um, with the Walking Dead, they were all legendary creatures. Yeah. And so, oh no, no, no! So it, they weren't silver border. That well, silver yeah, right, border, right, right. They were black border. Yeah, right. so that's why silver right. border cards are not legal in those formats. Correct. Since silver they border were cards black, are since they were black border, they were legal. Yes. in legacy and right. vintage. Right, and that's right. what caused a lot of people to go yes. crazy over it because those formats are competitive mm-hmm. formats. Yeah, and they're very competitive formats. Yeah, and so that's where people were like, okay, you're releasing these limited edition cards mm-hmm. that. You could only buy for what a week, or was yeah, was that that might have even been a twenty four or forty eight hour sale? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But re- regardless, it was a limited edition sale. Yeah, okay? that that was the only way you could buy these products, mm-hmm. and so that's where people were legitimately, legitimately or illegitimately. You know, everyone has their own opinions, right? <laughs> but I mean, I think I do think it's it, it is still a legitimate concern that. Now, can you still get those cards? Yes, you can, mm-hmm. but it's not as easy as let me go straight to, yeah. you know, my LGS or Wizards of the Coast and say, hey, I want to buy these cards. Yeah. No, but I mean, you can't 
I mean, technically, you can't really do that anyway, you know, unless you just go to the secondary market, which, you know, there's always going to be a secondary market. This is what most people do to get their magic right, cards. Right, so. right. So the singles, it's you always go secondary market. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that 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 is what like that's a reality. That is what it is. Yep. Right. And that's why I say legitimately, legitimately or illegitimately, whatever your opinion is, mm-hmm. is your opinion. You know, that's fine. Can you imagine if they didn't make secret lair limited or like limited time? They were just like, oh, yeah, we got these new secret layers. And then, like, the first ones that came out are still around and you can just keep buying them from Wizards. Well, they are still around. But, I mean. I mean, strictly from Wizards rather than just going to someone on the center market. Then it would be treated, in my mind, it would be treated just like any other set where they print it for still a set amount of time. It's just with the secret layers. There, that amount of time is extremely short. Like yeah. it's, it would be here versus mm-hmm. a normal set, which would be something you know, like. Or if this. they just kept like printing, you know, the dark set or any <laughs> of the. Oh, I guess they couldn't really do that because a lot of the cards are on reserved list, I believe. Yeah, I with, exactly with, with those with those older sets, there's yeah. quite a, a quite a bit of the cards yeah. that are on the reserved lists. So yeah, yeah. You, you you can't really do that with everything. Yeah, Blood Moon's not on reserve list. Of course so, not. No, it's from the dark, which oh. I think was like the fourth or fifth set or something. It's ninety ninety four ninety five Magic era. Yeah. So it's playable in there. It's the first like eight sets. Yeah. Yeah. The so. dark. The dark is a sweet set. Dark is a sweet set. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So I mean, I, there's always going to be a secondary market, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And that's that's never. That, that's never going to go away. It's just basically, I think the question that you're kind of asking is, can can we imagine if they printed these secret layers for long for a longer period of yeah. time? Yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to know how it would affect Hasbro and how it would affect the secondary market. Yeah, you know, it'd, it'd be very interesting. If they printed it for like two years or something like that, kind of going off of like their standard sets. You yeah, know? yeah, I don't know. I mean. I don't think they'd make as much money. Yeah. Making it very limited time. Yeah. I mean, that's making things limited, limited time is what is like, it increases the collect. It increases the value period. Oh yeah. Period. So if you have something that where the value is here, I don't think you want to do anything to, (laughs) you know, make the value go down here. And, and honestly, that's what wizards and Hasbro always has to keep in mind when they're designing new cards, number one, but number two, figuring out which cards to reprint. Yeah. True. You know, and that's why they, and that's why they have the reserve list, you know, and those types of things. So anyway. Yeah. But they regret having the reserve list though. Do they though? Does, does, does wizards? Yes. Why? Um, I forget exactly why, uh, but there has actually been, um, an interview and, um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to show it to you. Okay. We gotta, we gotta go over it. Yeah. I'll, I will have to see that. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you know, they're never going to do anything with that because if they did, they would lose a, I'll, they'd go bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. They could easily be sued for it. Oh, they, and they would yeah. 100% yeah. they would. Yeah. I, I looked more into it and it was, um, since it, it wasn't like. A completely written thing it was more of a verbal agreement as to they would not reprint these things the reserved list i think and it, it depends on the judge which judge it is to use that verbal contract as binding or not i from my understanding they actually it's it's in a contract now my oh, is under, it? my understanding okay. i could be wrong i could be wrong uh, but 
you know that that was, that's just been my understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, again, the whole the whole reserve list and everything is something that I feel like we need to actually delve look and look yeah. into a little yeah. bit more. Um, but it's still an interesting topic, I think. Mm. But that's not the topic we're talking. About. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Okay, we got right. sidetracked. Okay, <laughs> and that happens all the time. It's crazy. Okay, so you know when they're talking about bringing these cards in, it's like. So for me, how I felt about, felt about it was I like Lord of the Rings. Like, I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There are other Lord of the Rings card games that I also love. Yeah. So Just grab one. I would. Where is it? Damn. You're, not, it you're not going to grab it. Okay, I'm not going to grab it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like literally right behind you. Um, so, I you know, I, I'm kind of okay with it because because I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right. And and I know it's a big business decision anyway, is mm-hmm. they just want to make more money. So yeah. from that standpoint, I, I understand. But we have heard more information about this because these aren't going to be standard legal sets. These yeah. are going to be like they're gonna release commander decks yeah. for these. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have a Warhammer one. I think you're gonna have Lord of the Rings one too. Mm-hmm. Um so they've they've released a little bit more information about it. So it's, they got their D and D ones coming out so, very shortly. Yeah, and that's part of the main set. Yeah. Um. So and and so this whole product line is going to be called the Universes Beyond, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to be expanding into all these other IPs, <laughs> yeah. right? And so they are separating it off from the main Magic sets, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. So that kind of alleviates some concerns, some concerns a little bit. So that that's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking about of like when I was younger, there was, you know, nowadays it's so the tabletop industry in space is completely different. Yeah. Completely different. There are so many different licensed IPs out there for board games and card games and original IPs. Right. Yeah. Back in the day, back in the day, there was, I felt like, any board game or tabletop game you saw, if it was a licensed IP, like it was terrible. <laughs> like that's just and, and and I'm frustrated with myself just because I can't remember any specific examples. Huh. It's just that was just a feeling that I that I kind of remember. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there weren't the tabletop space and industry has grown. Did you like crazy? Did you maybe think it was bad because of how much you liked whatever the IP was? So say it was like a Jurassic Park game and you really liked Jurassic Park. Right. Mm-hmm. And but it was like, oh, I was expecting so much more because I loved the movie. And it's like this game let me down. Yeah, probably when yeah. I was younger. Pro- when I was younger, that's definitely was definitely more so the case than it yeah. is now. Yeah. Like now, I've learned to number one temper my expectations, <laughs> yeah. right? But number two, appreciate different things other yeah. than what the IP is. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, and and so not tabletop, but video game. There was a Jurassic Park game that I played on the Sega Genesis. Yep. Dude, I love that game. That's partially why I brought it up. Like <laughs> yeah. that game was great. <laughs> that game was great. The dinosaur at the start. He's like Sega. Uh, yeah, I I loved I loved I love that dude that that was fantastic. Yeah. But as far as tabletop games, like there just weren't very many good games. Yeah. That I again that I remember, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when you saw and and again like 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 I've said this like ten times already now, but it's the 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 space has changed so much, and designers yeah. and publishers have 
they've come a long way. Things get better. Things well, right. Get better and like time goes people on. have gotten so much more creative mm-hmm. and it, the table, the space has just gotten so much better. Yeah. But, um, and so I just remember, you know, looking at the shelves, right. And just seeing the board games that were there. And it's like, you rarely ever saw original IPs in tabletop games. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the time it was, the games were all licensed IPs. And again, now, now granted me being a lot younger, would I have been able to tell the difference? It probably because, because uh-huh. most of them, most of the games were all based off of, you know, big name IPs like um, movies. Right. And because most of them were movies, I was gonna say. I mean, like, because we know Carcassonne's been out for a long time. Yeah, Catan's been out for a long time. So I, I don't know. It's hard to say because I really don't know the history of yeah, a lot right. of and, games. And out that's there. and that's why I'm also saying like what I remember when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Number one, and then again, I was not in, as involved in the space as I am now. Yeah, for, for I sure. I didn't really start playing a. A lot more um, board games to like 2003 mm-hmm. range. Yeah. So the other ones were like Monopoly, Uno, and like Pretty Pretty Princess. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now it's gotten to the point to where I I can know I notice all of these things, right? Yeah. And I think it's gotten to the point to where it doesn't matter what the IP is. If the game is good, yeah, then it's good. Yeah. And I've gotten to the point to where. I normally don't really care per se about the the IP because now it's got and I don't want to say it's gotten to the point, but I have gotten to the point for me where I don't look at the IP. I mean, I do look at the IP mm-hmm. that the game is based on. Number one, mm-hmm. okay, if it's licensed or original, whatever, doesn't matter. I look at who designed the game, look yeah. at who published the game. I look at what kind of game it is, mm-hmm. see what kind of game mechanics. And for me, I feel like the biggest thing is who has been involved in the game. Yeah, <laughs> who's involved in the game? And if you know that the designer you right. like their games, the genre or right. the publisher. Right. You know, then then you're more likely to like those games, especially if you know that they tend to keep their games all relatively close to each other. They're you know, like the Unstable Unicorn games. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the other one? It's over here somewhere. Un- yeah. Unstable games. Anytime <laughs> they come. Here to slay. That's the same. That's the yeah. same company. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm okay, saying. I got like you, They I got tend you. to keep mm-hmm. their games all roughly the yes, same. Yeah. Um. The other the Exploding Kittens people. Yeah, I can't remember. I cannot remember the publishers or designers of those. But there's a Kickstarter that I just backed for them, um, and I'm gonna try and look it up now if I if I can remember. So as as I look that up, um, there was actually one other thing that I was thinking about. So you know, we talk about we we look and see who's involved in these games, mm-hmm. okay? And that's normally how we kind of make our determination, mm-hmm. right? Of you know. If we're if we're gonna back the game or not, yeah. or, or not, not even necessarily back the game, but just just play it in general. So one of the original people from Magic: The Gathering, Richard Garfield. Yes, he he's he's a huge game designer. Oh yeah, right. He's come out with a bunch of games. Yeah, and there are some games out there that I'll play. I'll be like, oh man, I'm a really big fan of this. And someone will be like, oh, this was made by Richard Garfield. I'm like, sold. Yeah, yeah it, it makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> it makes sense. Exactly. And and he, it's gotten to the point for Richard Garfield. Well, 
it's been like this for a long time yeah. of he is the main selling point yeah. for these games. If, yeah. you, if you ever see, if and most of the time, I don't even know he made these games. I'm just like, I love this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now, now it's gotten to the point to where if he's involved doing it in it, like the box and the marketing material oh, is yeah. always a Richard Garfield yeah, and, game. It's either like underneath the name and like fancy writing or mm-hmm. cursive or whatever, or it's in the top left corner of the box. And it's always yeah, like yeah, yeah. made yeah. by Richard Garfield yeah. or something. Um, what was, there was a card game recently that where we, we haven't really got into, we kind of want to, but it's the one where you, you've got your own, it, it's a different deck that you buy from fantasy flight and you don't buy singles. It's on a deck thing. Keyforge. Oh, Keyforge. Key yeah, yeah. 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 That was one where, again, when it first came out, it was all about Richard Garfield, Richard yeah. Garfield. You saw his name. Yeah. It was the Everywhere. original idea of what they wanted yes. magic to be. Yeah. And like, that's yeah. really what they promoted it by. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a fun game. Have you played it? I still haven't yet to okay. play it. No. Yeah. When I played it, it was, it was really different to me because I really enjoy playing constructed decks to mm-hmm. where this is just yeah. like out of the box play. You can't right. make any changes right. to it. Yeah. Um, and that was like the whole idea that they wanted to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. So there there was a game that I backed recently. It's called Sheep in Disguise. Sheep in Disguise. Okay. okay. And it's a card game. Okay. And so I look at the art, and of course, you can tell it's from the Exploding <laughs> Kittens people. Okay. Yeah. And they make awesome games. Mm-hmm. Okay. So immediately, as soon as I saw it, I, I saw Sheep in Disguise. Oh, the Exploding Kittens people. It's a card game. Let me see a little bit about this card game. Okay. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> really yeah it's it's if you do good work now yeah. it's so much more than the ip and yeah. now it is so much more i than mean the we, IP. we also talk about like video games right like mm-hmm. the long lines of video games of like you may not be the biggest fan of call of duty or the whole thing with recycling the old games it's like but people are still they're going for it yeah. same thing with like halo or we talk about world of warcraft blizzard and they have a lot of different games that they have mm-hmm. other fps's like overwatch and and other mobas heroes of the storm mm-hmm. insert these other games yeah. starcraft and it's like yeah. most riot of the time games. oh yeah same thing with riot games yeah. they are now branching yep. from league of legends they just came out with valorant they're mm, they're also game. making an mmo that is based off of league of legends lore i'm stoked for that one yeah um yeah and like i've i've been a huge blizzard fan for like the last 12 years and every game i can't wait for the next Diablo. yeah every single game oh yeah diablo is a huge one i love Uh, i love that franchise (laughs) and uh and so like i've been a huge fan of it and like whenever they come out with a new game i'm there oh yeah oh yeah you know yeah it's it has gotten so it has got it, and it's and that and to your point, like that's the game industry now. Yeah, it's the game industry. It's yeah. who's involved in these games. Mm-hmm. If we know who's involved in these games and they have produced good work <laughs> before, then you know yeah. you have you have a track record of producing essentially producing quality content. Yeah, right. There's if, actually a new company coming out in the video game industry, Dreamhaven, I believe is what it's okay. called. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of uh, game developers okay. from Blizzard that have either left or got oh, fired, and okay. they went over to, to this one. So okay. a lot of people have big hopes for these guys. Mm, interesting. So, mm-hmm. Interesting. There's another company. Um, 
Okay, and I I'm trying to see. I think the company <laughs> is yeah, it's Earthborn Games. Okay? Earthborn. Okay. I actually posted about this game and this company on our Facebook page mm-hmm. not that long ago. Okay, they have a Kickstarter starting um, July 27th, I believe, is when the Kickstarter is starting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the game is called Earthborn Rangers. Okay. Okay. So this studio was founded. Uh, founded last year by industry veteran Andrew Navarro. Okay. okay. Now Andrew Navarro that name was, sounds familiar. was a big, a big part of the Arkham Horror the card game. Oh. I believe he also was involved in Netrunner, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I could be wrong there. I was say, have we talked about this guy before? I think I think I've mentioned him to yeah. you just I think just in passing. Okay. But I've but when I saw this, I immediately I it piqued my interest. Like I tweeted about it. Yeah. Um and I was like, I am hyped for this because <laughs> I love our I love card games, right? Yeah. I peer, we both do. We yeah. love, absolutely love card games. So if there's another new good card game mm-hmm. from a designer who has made a game like Arkham Horror, I'm already in. Like, I am already sold. Like, yeah. you don't need to tell me more. I'm down. And, like, the, the game is cool because he's Andrew Navarro and his company is really big in sustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great, right? Um, he clearly has a value system that he is designing a game around. And, like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Like, if you've got a – if I think – again, my opinion doesn't really matter because, <laughs> you know, if someone has a value system – and it's something they care about, and then they're mm-hmm. going to design their game and a company around that. More power to you. Yeah, you know, um, me personally, um, it's just like I, I I like sustainability. I I think I think it's a great idea, but for me, when it comes to games, I'm more about is it a good uh, is it a good experience? Is it a good game? If it is, then I'm more likely to get involved. I'm typically. And again, I guess this is probably just this particular um, subject, but I don't think I would back something based off of the subject just because it's something I'm into. It's more for me, it would be like a game thing, but I can respect and totally understand if people choose to back you or give you money, invest in you because they believe in your value system. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, that's awesome. So (laughs) I'm, I'm really stoked for this. So I, I really cannot wait for the. I mean, I guess there's already been an announcement about when his Kickstarter is going, but when the Kickstarter actually drops, I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, it's really all about can you make a good game and what's your track record? Now, if it's somebody who's new, like if somebody who's never designed anything before, it's a lot harder for them, right? Number one, they they are basically, if they're by themselves, Mm -hmm. they have to do an original IP. Yeah. Because no. I mean, they don't have to, but in order to use licensed IPs, it's going to cost you yeah, a lot say, of gonna money. Some, it's going to cost you money. a lot, a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money. Um, so you definitely, you already need to have your foot in the door and you, mm-hmm. and you need to know some people. So it's yes. a whole lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Jim actually had given us a couple of examples of some IPs mm-hmm. that have turned into some games. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about them here. The first is Funkoverse. Yes. Now Funkoverse, jeez, I feel like you guys know what Funko Pops are. This yeah, is a Funko game Pops. about Funko. Yeah, that th- dude, that <laughs> whole product line of Funkos wow. is insane. Yes, it is. 
And that goes to collectability. Yes. 100%. That is, that is a rabbit hole I don't want to go well, down because yeah. it's like all my animes I <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the games yeah. I play, yeah. like they have I one have, for every Blizzard game. I've got a couple actually up there. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, some Batmans, uh, yeah. Batman and Robin. I think I have a Batgirl over there too. I also had a Kingdom Hearts one. Oh, man. Because I love Kingdom Hearts and it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. But they make Funkos for like everything. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. They stuff. have, and they have, I don't want to say they've cornered the collectability market, but that's where they lie heavily, heavily into that collectability. Yeah. I mean, when you have a character from any game that you like, any TV show, mm-hmm. like animes, yep. cartoons, whatever yep. it is. You kind of corner stuff for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you And, like, know. they're just these cute little characters, and uh, it's, yeah, it's. Yeah. They, they have a good. lot of variety. They do. They do. They do. <laughs> and aside from the normal look of all of them, they have, like, different colors for them, or it can be, like, a pure white, like, uh, do-it-yourself, like, coloring in them, mm-hmm. or it could be a gold one or mm-hmm. a silver or whatever it is. There's a wide variety of these things. Yeah. But the game you don't get to use the Funko Pop like the normal ones, which is kind of a bad thing. Oh, but there would yeah. also be so much stuff yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's smaller ones. Are they ones. like smaller pieces? Smaller game pieces? Uh, well, they have, they're, they are the Funko Pop characters. Yeah. Just a little right. smaller. They're not normal size. Right. right. And then they all have these different abilities that they have. And you can team them up with either the bad guys or the good guys or mix and match from any of the games. I gotcha. You have like Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Alice in Wonderland, (laughs) some some other anime, I forget what it is. It's like Aggressuko or something along those lines. Yeah. And yeah. uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I haven't played any of those games. Like I, I see them all the time. They're like in every big box retail yeah. store. Yeah, I got my girlfriend the Harry Potter ones. Oh, okay. I think that we're only missing like one of them now. And um, so we have six characters. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So with the with the games, yeah. I'm assuming when you buy one of the board games, you don't get all of the Funkos. You have to buy more to collect more. Yeah, yeah. So, so the base here. game has four, <laughs> and then they came out okay. with an expansion that had two more, and then another base game oh, that okay. had four characters. Okay, gotcha. So, gotcha. yeah. And then, so yeah, how it works is they all have these different abilities. You team up with, you team up two characters. So mm-hmm. we'll say like Ron and Harry teaming up on a team. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got to go take down Voldemort and put in some random, yeah, we'll yeah, say yeah. Draco, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so you're moving your characters around. You have a certain amount of times you can move, yeah. certain amount of things you can do for an attack or on your mm-hmm. turn. And you have to either dominate an area, collect the flag, return it to your area, or you can just do a team death match and just mm-hmm. kill the other people. And whoever, whoever yeah. is left standing wins. Yeah. So. It's a pretty cool game. Um, yeah. So, you know, we've talked about Funkoverse, which I don't even know if that's something I even want to play, to be quite honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, but the next one is the Villainous franchise. Yeah. So they've got Disney Villainous and they have Marvel Villainous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, and those games we're actually going to be doing quite a bit of content on. Um, yeah. we're, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> um, but that's a game, though. Both of those games, Disney and Marvel, Marvel Villainous, are yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so I'm back in the day. I they probably could have gotten away with those games if they even if the game was actually terrible. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? I think the industry has gotten to the point to where <laughs> you can't just use our our intellectual property if you're going to make a terrible game. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because that just makes them look bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's – so the the games themselves are just are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about those games quite a bit. Um, so we'll just yeah. basically say they're fantastic for now. We got to get right? no, another four man game of uh, Marvel, uh, Marvel Villainous. Yes. Yeah. yes, I'm looking forward yeah. to that next expansion yes. or the first expansion, I guess. Actually, for yeah, Marvel. that'll be great. That'll be fun. <laughs> More characters. Oh yeah. Great. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're looking forward to that. The next one, well, the next two, I guess, are the the mm. comic book deck builders, is what I'll call them. Yeah. You've got DC deck building game and Legendary Marvel Legendary. Now, both of those systems are very separate, okay? Mm-hmm. And both of those systems have also spanned into other IPs. Yeah. Okay? So DC Deck Building Game is a game that was published, I think it was published by Cryptozoic Entertainment. Yep, Cryptozoic. Um, and it's a fantastic system. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the system. I think it is really, really good. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is Marvel Legendary, which there's a quite a bit of other legendaries. I mean, we have there's a brand new one, 007. Yeah. I just there's, learned about that one today. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've known about it. Not for a long time, but I I, I have seen it. They have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer yep. one. They have an Aliens, Legendary mm-hmm. Encounters, Alien. They have a Legendary Predator one too. Oh, there's a Predator. I didn't see that one. Yeah. There's Aliens and there's Predator. And then there's also Big Trouble in Little China, which is weird. <laughs> But you know what? If it's the legendary system, then it's probably then it's probably good. My oh. guess, I, I would guess that a lot of the cards from these different games are just reskins. <laughs> That's what I was assuming. I was, I'd assume like so nothing because, too different, just completely. Because what thing. I found out was the app that's on my phone. It's like it's a cartoon universe. Okay, uh, and it's I believe it's like an original, um, you know, like an original world, original IP thing but i come to find out one of the heroes is cyclops from legendary marvel what oh. i mean is the cards oh, the cards from legendary marvel okay. are are the same yeah they're like oh so i saw that and i'm like oh okay all right <laughs> and then same thing with uh, a couple of other ones i'm like i found out who these cards not necessarily were based on but it's just they're just reskins of yeah. those same cards yeah so makes sense yeah so if you've so. never and i think i've actually um Actually, with the Loki show being just recently completed, well, season one was, excuse me, um, I did a post not that long ago with Loki, um, with the Loki cards from Legendary Marvel because <laughs> I was, you know, I really wanted to because Loki's awesome. <laughs> he is pretty great. I yes, ain't he gonna is. Lie. He, he's awesome. He's his awesome. character is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And his actor, I forget his name. I Tom Hiddleston. That guy. He's a great actor. <sighs> that guy can play he, Loki really he's well. He's a fantastic yeah. actor. Fantastic actor, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah so um yeah i mean this is and this is i feel like a topic that's never really gonna go away mm-hmm. right but i think the industry and consumers in the market have gotten to the point now to where they don't we don't look at the ip we, i mean we, do we care about the ip yeah yeah we do <laughs> but to what extent like i don't think the extent we care about we we care about it. Yeah, not too much. Is not there. Yeah. 
So I also have been like in it long enough, but if some random person walking down the halls of Target or Walmart yeah. or something and they're like, Oh, that's just like my favorite show yeah. or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's it definitely can grab some eyes. Consumers have got we've gotten smart. We've gotten smart and like we know what we want, especially in the in the tabletop industry, especially. Yeah. Like like we we know what our tastes are, we know mm-hmm. what we like, we know what we don't like. And yeah, it that's pretty much where it's gotten, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, th- that's kind of, and I don't think, I don't think it's going anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I mean, consumers aren't going to get dumber. <laughs> I mean, they might, but I doubt it. Especially, yeah. especially tabletop gamers. You know. Yeah. No. no. Well, I mean, there's studies out there that show gamers are like twenty percent higher IQ than normal. Yeah. Or yeah. the average person, yeah. so especially strategy gamers <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, that's for, that's like a completely different mindset. Oh, it is totally hundred <laughs> percent. So uh, if you've never checked out any of these games, you need to. Um, yeah, Funko, except Funkoverse. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I'm we just like check it picked out. it up. I really just picked it up because my girlfriend like Harry Potter, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. she was interested. That makes in sense. It, so that I'm makes like, sense. All right, why not? That makes sense. Yeah, I I don't think I'm ever gonna <laughs> play it. To be honest with you. Um, but I see the intrigue. Like I, yeah. I, I get yeah. it. I see the interest. The yeah. what's interesting. It's about it it's like sure. a bridge for me from people that are really big into the collectible thing mm-hmm. for yeah. Funko Pops, yeah, and then bridging them into board games yeah. with a little game that they can right. still collect. And that's the thing. Like you have to do that. Like with yeah. every person you meet, you got to figure out what's that. <laughs> what's that link? Where is that link yeah. to where I can just grab onto and then just get you into the table, mm-hmm. into this space? Which is can what I Wizards of the, the Coast is doing with their yeah. now D and D adventures yeah. in the Forgotten Realm, trying to get magic people into D and D, and then D and D people into magic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It, <laughs> it, it makes sense. Like, I get it. Like, as businesses, like you know, you know what I was just thinking about. No. What? So they're probably going to make Gollum. A goblin, I hope so. Just like a mono red goblin for <laughs> for magic. Yeah. And I hope he's broken. <laughs> so people can just like as they're playing and be like, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> just make them so busted where people love playing. <laughs> I wonder if the ring is gonna be a token or if it's gonna oh, be just man. an artifact. Yeah. It's Gollum. gotta be an artifact. Gollum ETBs or enters the battlefield, you get the ring. Oh, what if it's a little a bit like, like monarch yeah or like monarch or you can yeah. phase out oh man you just phase out to equip it to yourself <laughs> Woo! yeah equ- equip it and then phase out <laughs> oh dude that'd be sweet uh sorry we're we're we're, we're kind of geeking out yeah we're just bit. theory we're, crafting yeah over we're, here. we're figuring out what what we're gonna see it'll be i'll be interested yeah the return king kenrith Oh yeah, <laughs> make a reskin of that for him. Yeah, for Aragorn yeah. or something. Yeah, Aragorn. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be sweet. I'm interested. Like, I'm I'm really interested. Yeah. I will I buy it? I'd probably, maybe depending on it depends. Yeah, it depends. It, there's, there's a lot of things, especially yeah. with magic. Now, if it's, it's going like, to be like a secret layer, I'm probably not. But I don't it's think com- it's going to. be. If it's commander decks, I'll probably pick up one or two, depending on what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just because I, you know, I love Lord of the Rings, dude. Yeah. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah. I, oh, I man, think we're I gonna really- get we're gonna get more dwarves for Boros oh, dwarves. Yes, yes, with vehicles yeah, and stuff. Oh man! All right, all right, all right. Okay. Enough with that, Enough. man. What's next? <laughs> Enough. Enough. All Back right. to the list. All right. All right. Well, that that was the list. That pretty much was the list. <laughs> Should we talk about Dungeon Mayhem too? Oh, That's yeah, D&D, right? That is. That is. That D&D. is. Yeah. It's a card game based on D&D. 
Dungeons and Dragons yeah. monsters or characters. Yeah, and it's over there somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's right it. on yeah, there. Yeah, it's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. I just looked over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is an interesting conversation. I, and I don't and I don't feel like we we did the topic justice, <laughs> to yeah. be quite honest with you, because it's it's so broad. And I yeah. know and I know like that. There has got to be so much more history here yeah. that we just don't know about. We're just scraping the top. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Because it's just the industry now is just so much more mm-hmm. advanced, you know, yeah. than it was when I when we were kids. Well, we also got what Marvel Champions up here somewhere as well. That's another Marvel one. Champions. Yeah, but yeah, that's there's like there, there <laughs> honestly like there's Horror, so many <laughs> there's so many games now that are licensed IPs yeah. that are amazing games. Mm-hmm. Mar- I mean, if we look over here, yeah, I mean, Arkham Horror, Arkham Horror is, I don't know if it's a licensed IP, but say, it's not an original we, IP. What do you say about Unmatched? It's not original, but it's all like fantasy characters coming I, together yep, yep, to fight each other. That's a good one, too. So. Power Rangers? Oh, yeah, I mean, you Power can never, you can never go wrong about with Power Rangers. Yeah, they have and multiple you know, but you know, Power you know, Rangers. You know why I bought that? I love deck building games and yeah. it's Power Rangers. Yeah. I mean, what more do I They do also have want? the what Battle of the Grid or whatever it's called uh, as well. Heroes of the Grid. Heroes of the Grid, Heroes which is like grid. more minis based rather than card game. So uh, there's another Batman. There's a Batman the animated series game. It's Gotham Gotham City Under Siege. Yeah. Is that dice game? That's another fantastic one. Oh, Monopoly Gamer. With yes. like the Mario yes. stuff, that was really that. Good. That is a huge spin on the oh, yeah. on the Monopoly series. Yes. If you guys haven't played it, yeah. your your character actually mm-hmm. matters. Whenever mm-hmm. you're rolling the dice and you get yep. an ability, they all have different abilities mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. And if you're playing Mario Kart, yeah. then you're just pretty much like throwing the green shells yeah. at people, yeah. getting off the abilities of mm-hmm. your character as well. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a completely different game. It's also a lot faster. Yeah. Because you only have to kill like the ten bosses playing yeah. the game rather than be the last one standing. So you mm-hmm. can have eight people in a game, and it yeah. takes like an hour rather than eight people, and it yeah. takes a whole week. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I mean, that's well, like like we said that this is just <laughs> totally scratching the surface. Yeah. Totally scratching the surface. Um, I'd be interested. Like, if you guys have any um. Stories, I guess, from when you were younger mm-hmm. and now of kind of IPs that you kind of bought because of the IP, like the licensed, like if it was like Lord of the Rings or something along those lines yeah. and you were completely let down or the other way, like yeah. you just bought it and then you weren't really sure. And then it turned out to be awesome. Let us know. I really, I would really be interested to know, um, to, to know about some of these mm-hmm. for you guys. So definitely let us know, shoot us an email. You can hit us up uh, hobbies and happiness at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I mean, you can find us on social media. Jim, where can people find you on, on socials? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Morgan, H-N-H. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at underscore DG Campbell and over at Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell. Um, and you can find uh, Hobbies and Happiness. You can find us uh, over on Facebook mm-hmm. at Hobbies and Happiness. Uh, Instagram, hobbies.n.happiness, I think. Uh, Twitter, hobbies and happy. All of these are linked in the description. So you'll be able <laughs> yeah, to find there's a few all different them everywhere. Ones, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying, like the one with Twitter, it's like, it's hobbies and happiness is too long. So I had yeah, to, we had yeah. to shorten it a Cut it down bit. to happy. Yeah. All right. So all right. it is what it is. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I really, 
really I'm interested to know if really there's other games mm-hmm. that out there that you guys have that you know is a is a, either an original or licensed IP mm-hmm. and you know you were kind of blown away one way or the other have you bought a licensed one that you were just like I don't want to play this ever again and you just picked it up because you liked what it was I don't think so no? I honestly don't think so <laughs> there was there was this one I picked up it was called Salem it was a mm-hmm. social deduction game mm-hmm. and I have yet to play it, but the only reason I picked it up was because of how much I like the Salem Witch Trials. You like the Salem Witch Trials? Yeah, I do. My characters <laughs> I name in like okay. online games yeah. is Abigail Williams, okay. the main one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so because a lot of the times I look I look into a lot of the games that I buy mm-hmm. um, before before I get them for the most part. Yeah. Um, and honestly, even if it's something I don't like, I usually try and look at what I do like and try yeah. to figure out what's what's good about it. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's all. That's all we got for this week. Um, and then uh, stay tuned. Thanks, everybody, for being here for this week. And then next week, we'll check you out next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we're yeah. going to talk about some awesome. We'll figure so it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Take care. All right. See you, everybody.